Uh, hello, this is Ryan. Hi, Ryan. It's Medi. Whoa, I haven't heard from you in forever, man. Man, is that you? What's up, buddy boy? It's been a while. Jesus Christ, Medman, how are you going? How are you doing, man? Are you alive? I am alive. I'm alive and quite well. How you doing, man? Where you been? Where have I been? Here? I've been every week trying to grumble with you, but you always have some reason or bullshit excuse. Uh, Complete bullshit what? excuse. <laughs> yeah. So, so what? Why'd you call me today? Dude, I get the itch about once a week, and uh, I want to see if you want to grumble. Not only do I want to grumble, dude, I think we owe a little something more than that to our fans. Hey, I want to tell you, it's not an itch today. It's like full inflammatory, like spread all over my body, you know, pruritus, itching, oozing. It's all of it. Well, there's only one cure for that. Is it? Consistent grumbling over the next several days. I think we need to grumble every dude, goddamn day. Why are day. you blowing your load so, so early? Let's save that for the end. All right. All right. So this is episode 16. One six. All right, so we're committed. We're all in, right? For at least 30 to 45 minutes, if not longer. Yeah, I'm ready to do it right now. There's been quite a bit of stuff happening over the last month, both in our personal lives and nationally, politically, and sports. You know, there's two different leagues that are in their championship. I guess three if you count Champions League. Like, it was a hell of a, hell of a month of uh, Hell of a month of to May. take off, right? Yeah, dude, and, I'm, and I'd like to find out why you took it off, and I think we'll get, we'll get to that during this episode 16, a very special episode of The Grumblers with the Medman and Ryan. So, a lot's yeah. happened with me in softball, a lot's happened with you and your little pecker, so we got to talk, dude. This is our great return episode, so I yeah. fully anticipate we'll disappoint everybody. Yeah, I mean, that's what we do. I mean, I was talking to you last week, and I was like, man, can we actually do this again? We lost all this momentum. Can we come back and perform? We did. We did lose the momentum, and that's the hardest thing to get back, that and uh, that and your sex drive once you're married. But, like, we, we can take care of one of those things right now. Well, some say grumbling's like riding a bike. Some say grumbling is like riding a bike. I have heard that. Others, yeah, I mean, once you've done it, you can do it every time. You might you might not be as good the next time, but like you can get back on. You can hop back on that bench and really get going. And I think that's what we're going to do here in episode 16 of The Grumblers. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. So a um, few things I want to talk about today, and I, I don't know if you're interested, but let me run them by you. Okay. Um, I don't know if you've heard of this Comey hearing coming up tomorrow. I have heard about it, actually. I'm going to wake up quite early, and I'm going to watch it. We're, we're going to watch it, right? So Yeah, I'm going to watch it. There's, there, there was a quite... A, a preview document that was submitted to the Senate uh, Intelligence Committee, um, mm -hmm. Comey's statement. So w we both digested it. We, we ingested it and digested it. So let's let's talk about it, right? Yeah. Now let's get it out of our bodies. And, um, and then let's get it out of our bodies. Uh, the other things that I wanted to talk about, let's see. Um, Let's talk about NHL, the finals. Let's talk about uh, Champions League. Let's talk about the NBA finals. And if there's okay. anything else in sports that we haven't covered, we can we can uh, run through that. So um, tell me, how, how's the last month been? Well, as you know, a few weeks ago, I took a little trip. I went to Atlanta to watch some baseball with my buddy Bobby Boy. Um, we went to Atlanta. And then we flew to Tampa to watch the Rays. So I only have five stadiums left I have to see, which are Houston, the Mets, Cleveland, Cincy, and Detroit. Funny enough, I live in Houston. You do, you do, but it's hot there. But yeah, so That's I guess a great the, excuse. the best part, hey, I'm not real good with heat, and then we'll get to that. The best part of the trip, or the reason for the trip, was Cuba. So, gosh, two weeks ago this Saturday, I started my trip. So I guess 
Two weeks ago today, I landed in Cuba. I landed in Havana. Uh, I landed cool. in Havana. Yeah, my. So I, whenever I go to third world countries, I hire a tour guide just for me, like not one with the whole bus, but one just for me, so I can ask him whatever I want for the whole day, and or the whole four days rather. And what does so that we're run? Just, it's a thousand bucks a person. Okay. But it's worth it. I mean, he drives you everywhere, and you get to talk. And I, I just wanted to learn about Castro and how Cuba got there and everything that happened. So. He picks us up an hour late because the, his uh, car broke down and he had to get a new one. Takes us out for some lobster and then we get to going. And we, he just drives us around for four days. I just ask him about, about Fidel Castro and the relationship between America and Cuba. And it's just incredibly interesting. Like, you know, we still have that embargo with them and I found out why. And I found out how Castro came to power, who was there before him. And I'd love to, I mean, if Can you want to hear about Can I ask you technical questions? Are you prepared to answer them or? I, I think so. I mean, I'm not, I'm not a Cuban expert, but I did learn a shitload and I, I learned that, what? So the embargo, I understand it's not a full embargo, right? It's like a partial embargo or is it pretty much everything we can't sell? No, dude, they can't import or export anything from America. Like they get all of their stuff through China, through I, Korea. I know on agriculture stuff, they get like rice and beans from us and there's. Do uh, they? Yeah, they do. Are you sure? Yeah, and I know technology, Obama opened up some stuff where they can get, like, internet. I mean, the internet there is horrible. So I only got the internet once I was there. You have to go to a town square. You have to buy a card, and it may or may not work. So oh. basically 100 or 200 people are gathered around in a town square sharing one router. You so know, the what, same router. What do you, you, what do you hop on the internet when you have that, like, five minutes of internet? I don't even know what I would look, like, look at. I mean, the, the only thing that I missed when I was there were, were sports scores. So I looked up baseball scores just to make sure the Rangers were still losing and the Astros were still winning. But, I mean, anyone would have a ultra-liberal Bible, brain. the Huffington Post? Uh, no, I didn't go to the Huffington Post. I just went to ESPN and Yahoo Sports, and, <laughs> and I looked big. up sports scores. Okay. And I just made sure that Houston was winning and uh, the Rangers were losing because any idiot knew that the Rangers were going to lose that division by 10 or 20 games and that Houston would win it easily. And that is what I confirmed. Huh. Interesting. So, you know, I looked up stuff. I, if, you, if there's anything you want to know, you should ask me because I'll tell you, bro. So who's leading the country right now? It's Fidel's brother, right? Fidel's brother, Raul Castro. Are people happy with that? Yeah, they are. They're, they are happy. Uh, it's, it's another level of heat. I shouldn't have gone there at the end of May, but like everyone there has a home. Everyone there has college. Everyone there has health care. Granted, they don't have the, you know, basically Bautista was the ruler, the dictator before Castro. Bautista killed 20,000 of his own people, and Castro was a college student, and he just got a bunch of his homies together, and they went and fought Bautista. Bautista was a guy who had the support of America and our CIA. Shocking, hmm. right? Wow. Both Ted Cruz and Marco Rubio's families worked for Bautista. So when, when Castro defeated the Bautista, Bautista and all, all his sycophants looted Cuba. Dude, you're making a lot of noise. They looted Cuba. They went to Florida. So they had all their money in Florida, and they continued to lobby against Castro and Cuba from Florida. That's amazing. Dude, you're making a lot of noise, bro. I'm sorry, man. You're opening a door. It sounds like a goddamn horror movie in your house, bro. I'm sorry, dude. I've got this guy stealing packages from my front porch, and I just saw a package get dropped off. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Grumbler listeners. Is How are you able to record while you're walking? What kind of technology, what kind of witchcraft are you practicing over there in Houston, buddy boy? It's called Wi-Fi. Wi-Fi. Okay. Sorry, man. Uh, I, so, I apologize, Grumbler fans. Just... So basically, you know, Eisenhower wanted Cuba to be America's bitch, and Castro's like, no. Castro nationalized everything. Eisenhower says, we're done selling you oil. Uh, Castro wow. says, well, I need oil, so I'm going to give 
Russia 25% of my sugarcane profits in exchange for oil. You know, a few years later, uh, America puts missiles in Turkey aimed at Russia. So Russia puts missiles in Cuba aimed at America, which is not unreasonable. And that's the Cuban Missile Crisis. And, you know, we've, we've had a chilled relationship ever since. We need to open it up. We need to lift the embargo. Those people are great and they want to buy our goods. It's absurd. It's utterly absurd so, that the embargo still exists. You know, it's uh, insane. Government policy aside, what do the people think of Americans over there? Uh, I, they like us, dude. So my, my cab driver somehow had a, a Sirius XM box. So we're just driving around. He loves hair metal, listening to Skid Row and Guns N' Roses the whole fucking trip. But Who doesn't? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're sitting in the back of his car. We're hotter than two rats fucking in a burlap sack. We're literally on fire. I'm sweating the whole time. But, uh, you know, going to tobacco fields, going to farms, just checking out everything, checking out where the shit went down. The, the, the Cuban people have no issue with us at all. Every country I've ever been to, there's no animosity towards America. It's the American government, right? Mm -hmm. Like, they, I mean, they, they're scared of Donald Trump. And it's funny, they have faith that our system's going to fix itself because, you know, so often it has. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? In the past. They're waiting so, for the big fix to come in. What's yeah, the, they, what do they say the fix is? They think it's going to be the midterm elections, which I think is very cute because Democrats never, ever, 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 ever win midterm elections. It's trying The Republicans. I mean,. I mean, we can talk about this later, but yeah, there are there are indicators out there that the okay. the Dems are making. Well, we'll we'll talk about grounds. that later. Whether those well, grounds are like enough to like win elections, that's right? Not a because Ger gerrymandering makes it really difficult. But while I was there, like there was that Montana guy who body slammed a reporter, and he won anyway. And we're driving from from Havana to Sinfuegos, which is a, a you know a beach a beautiful super hot beach town it was the humidity by the way not the heat and we're listening and the montana guy wins he literally body slammed a reporter and he won and i'm just like what do they have to do do they have to have pictures of them killing babies like what is it going to take for these assholes to lose i don't know but i will i want to finish up with this before if you have any questions and then we'll get into why why you No, that just sounds like so is cuba a place you'll go back yes february march november october but wait, the humidity. It, wait, it's on the equator. So you're thinking if you go back in February, March, it's it'll be better. It'll be better. It'll be better, dude. They, they told me. I asked the tour guide. I'm like, who's the worst people you've ever seen in heat? He's like, Canadians and you. So that was pretty <laughs> funny. Yeah, you get real dude, flush and sweaty. You get so sweaty, dude, man. I'm not good in heat. It shuts me down. I had diarrhea for four days when I got back. I got on Cipro, bro. Like, do you think it was I'm, the sun, or do you think it, it was like the three-day-old shrimp? shrimp cocktails you were eating it, it wasn't the shrimp because my buddy uh bobby didn't nothing happened to bobby boy i don't know you got a pretty sensitive gi i do i'm very sensitive dude i'm very sensitive the temple is very sensitive i take good care of myself the i'm a, some it's the yeah. temple i take care of myself bro like i, I don't want to say i'm vain but i do take i care about how i look and feel all the time so yeah you know yeah. When the temple when the temple gets when the temple gets shooken, shaken up or the temple gets things that aren't normal, sometimes the temple's like confused and a diarrhea comes out and that was awful. Got a question. One one last yeah. question. So, you know, I like traveling. I really okay. enjoy traveling. Every time I come back from a big trip, and I'd consider Cuba a big trip. I mean, it's not a far trip to take, but it's a place that not a lot of people have gone from our country. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I normally come back with a different perspective on the world. Did you have? Do you have any different perspectives you want to uh, share? Sure. I mean, I'm, I'm, 
I'm more amazed than ever that that America gets to con so consistently determine the direction of other countries. We, you know, we vilify other countries that don't roll over. We've done it with Iran. We've done it with Cuba. Like basically, Castro and Che Guevara wanted wanted South America and Central America and these Latin countries to be in charge of their own sovereignty and their own direction. And they, you know, they saw capitalism as this all-encompassing force that along with that comes greed and Castro wanted everyone to have college and everyone to have health care and everyone to have a home mm -hmm. and capitalism doesn't really jive with that. So yeah, I, I absolutely have a, have a new view. Every single thing we learned about Castro in school was wrong. He didn't kill his own people. He's not like that. He's not Kim Jong-un. He's not Stalin. He's not Hitler, dude. He's not a madman. He's just a normal dude. You know, uh, he's not a hard dictator. Like there's not signs I of him everywhere. He's not a God. Interesting. I wonder it's if there's really any paradox of like any leaders today that we vilify that might actually be half decent, you know, in retrospect. Uh, I mean, I'm sure. Yeah, that's really I, I mean, I don't think Putin's the one, but I think you're probably right. I don't know if I'm in it. I'm a Dinajad. I'm just I'm more convinced than ever that that the American media and what government, about Bashar? Uh, I doubt he's a good guy. It, I don't know. The, the UN, like, there's a lot of humanitarian groups who say that Bashar al-Assad, who's the Syrian dictator, is not a good guy. Yeah. Uh, I mean, if it were just the U.S. government saying it, then it's one thing. But, like, if the Red Cross is saying it, you know. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just, I think that if everyone traveled to Cuba and if everyone traveled to Iran, we probably would, would be a much better country. And I think all of our, all of us, you know, just, just traveling causes less ignorance, dude. You know, most Americans think a trip is Las Vegas or Disney World or a cruise, right? And those aren't I think really that's trips. Of, yeah, those those aren't trips, dude. Those are excuses to go eat somewhere else. Go to Cuba, like go to Argentina, go to go to Africa. See see how other people live. There's just a general kindness and warmth in people's hearts, especially countries that aren't overridden by greed. Don't get me wrong, I love America. I don't want to live anywhere else. I'm glad I'm here. I'm lucky I'm here, but but I mean, you've been to other countries. You've been to Vietnam. There's just other countries just have a have sometimes a different attitude. They're a little slower. People take a little more time with each other. Families are tighter knit and communities are too. So I appreciate that, especially about poorer countries. Yeah. So do, where do the people hell... do people seem happier? Sorry, I keep going. I'm fascinated by your I, I don't know. I mean, uh, that's hard to say. It's not like I talk to everybody in the country. Right. Um yeah, I can't really answer that, but maybe maybe over the next five episodes we can just like dedicate like half an episode just to Cuba and sure um, running through that. I know we're fifteen minutes in, so um, we got a lot to go through. Just quick, a lot. So Ryan Ryan's trip ended. What was it? Two weeks ago? Uh, I got back a little over a week ago, but yeah, yeah. So uh, and we were scheduled to go on air right after he came back. Uh, I had something going on in my life, the birth of my second child. So Jesus, congratulations, thanks, bro. Th thanks, bud. I appreciate it. So uh, my kid came a little early. She was due on June 26th, which is, uh, what is that, about three weeks away. Mm -hmm. And she came on May 18th. And uh, my, wife had, my wife had a condition called severe preeclampsia. She said I could talk about it. And okay. uh, in some cases, clinically, medically, it it is in today's world it has killed mothers and it can do the same to the child in the womb so um we we took it very seriously um she went to the hospital for a regular checkup a bunch of the vital signs were not looking good she called me she was like i'm going to the er and i'm like okay let's just play it safe 
then um, I'm watching our eldest child, and then around 3 in the morning, she gives me the call. She's like, you got to get up here. There's, they're going to take a baby out of my body. So so what did you do with your with your current child when you had to go to the yeah, hospital? Yeah, so huge shout-out. I got a close friend here in, in uh, Houston. I called twice. Second time, he picked up the first call. I was like, I need you over here. He's like, what's up? I was like, we're delivering a kid. So he comes over. It's like 4.30 in the morning. I run over to the hospital. Uh, I'm in the waiting room watching, watching Roger Ailes. Turn Roger, off your phone, goddammit. Sorry, sorry. Roger Ailes sorry. had just died. So like, it was a, it was a great day. You have a you have a birth of a child and the death of a madman. Death of a madman, birth of my child. <laughs> yeah. So um, no joke. I'm in the waiting room and I'm I'm like reading this. I'm like, oh man, that's gonna be significant. I'm sure I'll I'll be able to like look at. I just looked at that today. I was like, I can't believe that happened the same day. Uh, so they get the, my child out. She ends up in the, um, uh, NICU for, I guess the last couple of weeks and just is released yesterday. Um, and thank God she's doing great. We just went in for our first checkup with her pediatrician today, but, uh, we're all really happy. I'm, I'm kind of void of sleep. So the next couple yeah. shows should be really interesting. I might, I mean, all our shows are interesting as fuck. First of all. Yeah. These specifically might be particularly interesting, but, uh, are you off your game, Rays? Yeah, I'm a little off. I'm, I mean, I'm a little on tilt, but gladly. I took uh, I took about a eight days a week off from work, something like that, um, which I'm, I'm really ecstatic about. Um, mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, looking forward to just uh, getting this kid well on her way. So. Um, and that's another issue. Like, dads really don't get shit in this country when it comes to having kids. Like, nothing. They're, you know, moms get nothing. Dads get even less. And uh, I don't know. Well, you got a week off. You have, it sounds like you have a real good buddy who came to your aid and and uh, when you had to go to the hospital. So you got to remember that guy. That's a good friend, man. Yeah, great friend. But uh, you know, Stewie? All... No, not Steve. Somebody else. I think you've met Watch the guy. Steve. Nice guy. We'll talk about him later. But um, okay. Yeah, the last. I guess it's been about twenty-eight days. It's been quite some time since we've been out since episode fifteen. And a, mm-hmm. a lot has happened. Like there's, there's been a, a lot to go on, um, besides from the birth of our kids and the um, a trip to Cuba. But mm-hmm. some of the things that I was watching on the periphery was the, you saw the healthcare bill, right? The mm-hmm. I guess the House approved their form of the healthcare bill. Went over the Senate, and the Senate said we, we're not even going to entertain this, and. Um, Basically, they ripped out all pre-existing conditions. They want to roll back Medicaid prior to Obamacare, uh, where about 14 million people will lose insurance. Insurance prices would go um, down for some, but up for most of the lower-income people. And then uh, one of the other things is insurance plans likely would cover far less conditions. So that that was a real sweet thing that came out. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I mean, they're still doing like every day a new thing that hurts more people. They, well, we'll get into all of that. But yeah, but I mean, that's not going to pass the Senate, right? The Senate wants to bring it to a vote just so they can they can say thumbs down. We'll get to it next year. Now let's do the tax cuts. Yeah. So they, yeah, this was this was supposed to be their slam dunk, and it it just d- didn't happen. And more and more people are coming to the table saying that they're going to need Democrats to like refashion this thing. And it doesn't yeah. look like this is going to be a repeal and replace. It's going to be, you know, some kind of Frankenstein Obamacare. That's that's what it's going to be. So, yep. Uh, the French they they elected Macron. Uh, what was that two and a half weeks ago? 
over that nut job Le Pen. You saw mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. He had a yeah, great, great stare news. down. Macron, Macron had a great stare down with Trump. Did you ever catch that? Uh, they had the their sh- first the meeting. They had yeah. to do a handshake, and he he said, "I deliberately held him there. Like I'm not going to capitulate to this son of a bitch." Which, you know, part of my French. He is the pre- president of our great country, but. Uh, I thought that was kind of cool that, you know, some European leader was like, you know what, screw this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, they've gone across the Senate and House and they've asked people, hey, what do you think of Comey's firing? And only about a quarter of the senators defended this thing. And we'll talk more about it in a second. But I think that's kind of telling, don't you? Yeah, it, it's absolutely telling. So we've had more voter fraud claims that's come up. Uh, we've had a lot of impeachment talk come up. It's starting to bubble up. Uh, Trump pulled out of the Paris Agreement. Yeah, I don't think that was a shocker. I think kind of the writing was on the wall with how he wants all his coal people to be happy. But um, it's sad, man. I, I I like the environment, and I don't think you have to be a political. You, you can be apolitical and say you're pro environment. You'd think you'd think we. We could all agree that the environment and our planet and our water is not political. Like this should not be a political issue. For God's sakes, what is happening? Yeah, I, you know, I I was talking to a buddy of mine this morning, a uh, listener in New York, New York City, and he was telling me he was telling me, you know, you can you can say you're against, you don't think global warming happened, and yes, I mean you can say you know each man can take their own responsibility. But who's yeah. going to look out for these corporations that really don't give a shit and all they care about is profits? And like we've got mm-hmm. to, I, I don't know. I feel like we got to band together and say, you know what? That's right. We we want clean water. Uh, I mean, we. I would think that we. I would agree with you that it would be nice for us to band together. But there's the media makes quite a bit of money dividing us, dude. And there's fifty to sixty million people who will not think their own thoughts unless Fox News tells them to think them. So I don't know how this gets fixed. You go out how, to but you go out to reality where most of them are are like bleeding red, you know, Republicans and and you ask the people in reality. These are the people who voted for Trump. Like what are you seeing in the environment? And they're seeing like cataclysmic droughts, like the worst droughts they've ever seen followed by the worst floodings they've ever seen. Like, and these things are going back and forth, back and forth, and it's affecting their crops. It's affecting their animals. And um, you, you'd you think there'd be a, a middle ground. Is that enough to change their mind? Well, it has to do with money. Here's the thing. No, dude, the thing is, okay, they, they may agree that it's, they may agree that it's real, right? You hear me? Yeah, I hear you loud and clear. Raise? Yeah, you're there. Okay, so 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 Republicans and conservatives may well agree that climate change is real, and they may well all agree that Trump is a piece of garbage. But Fox News and the right wing media has made Democrats so unpalatable and undigestible they cannot be voted for. So even if you see Neil Cavuto or Fox News or Hannity come out against Trump, it's ne- they're never saying, "Well, here's the other option. You can vote for the other side." That's never an option. So yeah, sure, they might come down hard on Trump, and then they'll support Pence. And then if Pence gets in trouble, they'll support Paul Ryan and they'll go down the list. But they will never, ever, ever make it acceptable to vote for the other side. And so if you can't, if the other side is not acceptable, how how do you find middle ground and how do people come together if they've made the other side into the devil? I mean, remember what they did to Obama, dude. Remember what they did to Hillary. Yeah. That sucks, man. So we pulled out of the Paris Agreement. Um, 
the other thing that happened was uh, the Muslim ban. Trump came out and said yeah. it is, in fact, a, a ban, a travel ban. Travel ban. Yeah. And um, he, they've escalated this. They've asked for the Supreme Court to review it being shot down by basically every court across the country. So um, I think that's to be determined, right? Yeah. It's pretty crazy. Uh, like he, you know, all of his, all of his underlings come out and call it, you know, uh, they don't call it travel, man. What do they call it? Uh, I, I, I don't even know what, I mean, each one of these, each one of these guys calls it something different. Okay. Well, he, then he comes out and calls it a travel ban. So it's funny right like so then the right wing media is like you're making our, your job a lot harder by the way you talk or tweeting just stop tweeting as if as if he doesn't tweet uh his words his actual literal words will be better like that's the guy he is man he's 70 years old he tweets what he thinks he's a madman he's an angry dude with a small pecker and no friends Whoa. and here's sorry too much hot that's a hot opinion right there small pecker and no friends uh i mean his wife hates him you saw like you saw the video of her smacking his hand away she doesn't live with him. My wife was telling me that there's a rumor out there she had divorce papers drawn up right before he won the election. Have you uh, heard of this? You, I haven't no, even I, Googled it. But I, that would be insane. Uh, I mean, I'm not surprised by that. Yeah. She doesn't live with him. Yeah, right? that's kind of odd. Yeah, the only thing that connects people yeah. is time, right? And if you're not spending any time with your spouse, then, like, what is the connection? Yeah, basically. Um, so. The only other thing is Trump released a budget that basically just cuts everything. Like, if you look at any program, it's taking at least a 20%. Poor kids, poor people, single mothers, like everybody, right? Did you hear? Uh, so today, this afternoon, just came out. He's cutting STEM, STEM education from schools. To save uh, so STEM education is what meals? No, it has to do with like uh, science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Like getting expertise from our kids to learn these subjects. And I, I could be butchering the, the hell out of this. Um, maybe a baby grumbler could come out and educate us. But uh, um, basically, he wants to he wants to cut that that line of education, which is not good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, I'm not shocked by it. I'm disappointed, but I'm not shocked. Like, every fucking day, dude. Yeah, he wants to day. cut everything. He also wants to cut uh, taxes on the rich, and he wants to cut, or he wants to increase uh, military spending. Ah, oh, that's good. So so our military will be good. And one last thing happened in the last four weeks. Or two 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 things. There, there, were, there were actually a number of a, attacks on uh, in the UK, in Manchester, yeah. and in London. And my mom's currently in London, and uh, she said everybody's pretty nervous right now. Um, they were horrific. Trump did tweet out at the mayor of of uh, of London, uh, yeah, some misleading statement about Khan, and then Jesus. We, and he brought in he brought in uh, guns rights and advocacy, and he like said something about you see guns weren't used in this, a knife in a car was used in this, so people should basically be able to have their guns. That was our president's like. Uh, logic in this thing and then not 48 hours later we had a mass shooting at a um at a, at a place in orlando a workplace in orlando not a single not a single news outlet wanted to call it a, an act of terrorism despite i think at least five people got killed eight people were shot 
I mean, it's something horrific at a workplace. That's not terrorism. Yeah. Uh, and he didn't he didn't talk about the gun that was used in that incident, which which really, I don't know. Uh, it really irks me. It's crazy, dude. Uh, I think terrorism is the most exaggerated threat. Uh, I mean, ever, dude. Like, it's the more people die from their fridges landing on them in America. It's it's one of. Uh, <laughs> It's crazy, but I mean, I understand why it's been used to rally people. It allows defense spending to go up. It allows certain politicians to keep their jobs. It allows people to, to be scared. It allows tighter restrictions and regulations. It allows a lot of agendas to proceed, a lot of really crazy, scary ones. But it, it's, it's exaggerated, and it's not, it's not something anyone should be afraid of. It's just shit is going to happen, dude. If you have an open society where people are allowed to have guns and weapons, sometimes people are going to die. You hope it's not you. You hope it's not your family. But... Everyone who dies is somebody's family or somebody's kid, right? Those Orlando people were somebody's family. Yeah. And this, this, this is going to continue to happen. This is the country that we live in. So, yeah. One of the guys, was a, he was a widow, and he had a daughter that just graduated from high school. And I was, I was like, I was thinking about that. He had two daughters. And um, I'm like, man, that's just really sad. It's sad as you shit. I wish a country could rally behind a story like that. But You would think we could all agree on these things, like the, the Newtown, Connecticut thing back in 11 or 12 when 25 like three-year-olds got killed and nothing happened because the the gun lobby is so powerful like it's the most powerful lobby there is dude yeah and these congressmen want to keep their jobs these senators want to keep their jobs the only way things will change is either we get term limits we overturn citizens united which is one of the most brilliant things that mitch mcconnell did and evil like keeping obama from nominating another justice that would have overturned citizens united meanwhile Holds it off. Trump nominates a Supreme Court justice that will uphold Citizens United. So the same guys will keep getting elected. It's it's so Machiavellian. It's it's just absurd because these are things we should all agree on. Nobody should want any anybody to get shot. Anybody. Right. Yeah. Everyone. Everyone. Nobody wants anyone to starve. Nobody wants anyone not to have insurance. Yeah. That, yeah, I totally agree. And I just think it's off base when our president weighs in in a foreign country's like domestic affair and says, you see, this is a reason for gun rights, you know, knives. It took, at minimum, at minimum, 17 people to ha to conduct a knife attack that killed what? How many people were killed in London? Five? Yep. Five or 12. It took at least 14 people, or, yeah, 17 people, three people were killed. They've arrested 14 others to, to plan that attack and coordinate that attack. If there was one guy, one guy with an AK-47, with no no other context to anybody else, he could have mowed down far more than five people. So, like, yeah. you know, it's like, how do you, how, how do you justify having guns by that incident in London? You know, and then the next day say, you know what, there's no problem. This guy walked into work and with in under seven seconds, mowed down at least five people. I. I think that we've got to consider like that Trump is just a madman like he's he's an old angry grandpa and he's all he does is watch Fox News so he doesn't think before he talks and he just says things. I don't think we need to deconstruct what he says or put that much thought into it. He's not a deep man. He's not a smart man. There there are no qualities that Donald Trump has that you would ever want your daughter to have. Not one, right? Not one. Wealth is not a quality. I'm trying to think of one. I mean, there isn't one. No. Right? Not one. So So having said that, uh yeah. we did have we did, we do know somebody that's met with Trump at least nine times, right? In person or over the phone. 
Who's that? The former FBI director, James Bartholomew Comey. Is that his oh, yeah. middle name, Bartholomew? Am I getting no, that you right? made that up just now. Jim Comey has met with Trump repeatedly and vigorously. And vigorously. Is that okay to transition? Can we do this? Yeah, it's called a hard transition, dude. It's the first hard thing you've done all month. So, yeah, let's do it. <laughs> yeah. Dang. <laughs> uh, yeah, let's do it. Anyhow, he, he is being called by the Senate Intelligence Committee, uh, Senate the Senate Select Committee on Intelligence to uh, discuss his interactions with Trump, and they're gonna they're gonna grill him over a number of issues um, about his handling of this uh, of investigations with the Trump uh, election team um, and so forth. So, initial thoughts. You have any initial feedback? There was a letter that just was his statement was released today. I guess late morning. Um, it was about a seven pager. If you have a chance to read this thing. Uh, Google Washington Post uh, James Comey statement for the record, and it should come. I up. did read it, but it it's a good read. It's a good read, man. He says that like basically Trump repeatedly asked for his loyalty. Uh, he had to mention Trump mentioned to Comey that there were no Russian hookers that he bought. Like think about that, and everything Trump says is a lie. So. The fact, even if it's true, like the fact that Trump had to mention to Comey, oh, there's no Russian hookers is incredible. Like this is the president of America. Uh, Trumpy, Trump, sorry, Comey felt uncomfortable in rooms alone with Trump. And he told Sessions that and Sessions didn't reply. So, so yeah, that that's the thing that really would irk me is, is first off, Sessions is two positions higher than Comey, right? There's a, there's a deputy attorney general that, James Comey reports to, and then there's mm -hmm. the attorney general, which the deputy attorney general reports to. Mm -hmm. um, and then there's the president who the attorney general reports to. And in every one of these encounters, it's the president setting up a one-on-one -on -one with this guy, which is three, three rings down the ladder from him to like, uh, to intercede what's going on with his, with his investigations on Michael Flynn, like, you know, world's biggest piece of shit. Yeah. And uh, it's just, I can't imagine three levels above me, my current organization, you know, the CEO of the organization saying, I want to talk to you. And I want to talk to you without your boss or your boss's boss. I just want to talk to you. Yeah. How often does that happen? Not very, ha not very often, right? Yeah. Just crazy. This is, this stuff is so crazy, man. What do you think is going to go down tomorrow? Uh, I think Comey's going to say, I, I, my, I, my personal thought, this is only my opinion, is that Trump has no idea what's going on in any way, shape, or form and had, didn't do anything with Russia. I think he's surrounded by yes-men who know that if they could appeal to his ego and tell him yes and compliment him in public, that they have full run, full reign to do whatever they want all the time. And I absolutely think Kushner and Flynn and Manafort and Carter Page did stuff with Russia. But I think it's very possible that Trump had no idea because he's going out and giving speeches and he's a moron. So I, that I, I don't think it's going to come out that that Trump himself uh, negotiated with these Russian diplomats when he wasn't supposed to. He may have financial dealings there. He may he may have done the hooker stuff. But I don't think I think that it's this is all his underlings that did this. But we'll see. What do I think will come out tomorrow? The, I don't think anything's going to come out tomorrow that we don't already know. Yeah, I really don't, dude. I don't see the significance of um, everybody's making a strong point about Trump stating that 
on three occasions the FBI wasn't investigating him personally. Mm-hmm. And I, why is there such a hubbub around this? Uh, I mean, he he wants to muddy the waters by saying. I'm not being investigated, but that's not what the investigation's about, right? It's yeah. not just about Trump. Yeah. So it's about Russian interference, right? In it's our about democratic process. And everybody should agree that this is not okay. This should not be a political issue. I mean, imagine if this were Obama. Imagine if this were Obama. Like the the velocity and the rage that they went after Hillary Clinton. Let, let's say Hillary Clinton did keep her own server, and she shouldn't have done it, and it was very risky. Let's just concede that. Imagine if she had been dealing with Russian diplomats before she was elected president and she had surrounded herself with Chelsea Clinton and Bill Clinton and they were doing it too. And then they were getting different investment deals all around the world using their name to make money. How do you think Republicans would respond to that? No bueno. Just hiring hiring Chelsea Clinton alone, right? That'd be the end of the world. No bueno, man. No bueno, bro. So. And I hate to do this this equivalency thing, but but I, I don't know how how we can all agree that this isn't okay. This shouldn't be about political party. Donald Trump's not a Republican. Donald Trump is not a religious guy. He is not one of them. I don't know why they've they've latched they've latched their their wagon to this fucking obvious snake oil salesman. Fuck. I don't get that part. Well, here's here's the question. His approval ratings down to what is it uh, mid thirties now? Yeah. At what point does this start to hurt, to hurt re-election chances? At what point think, is there a correlation that, you know, because that's, that's, that's got to be the point in time when people start to pivot. Yes, you're right. Like that, they will pivot when their jobs are threatened. You're absolutely 100% right. And I think that's going to have to get below 38 because even if it's 38, it's above, you know, it's it may be 38 in California, but in Nebraska, it may be 44 and even if it's 44, that still doesn't give them the option to vote for the alternative, with it, which is the Democrat. To me, it's going to have to get below 35. I think it gets below 35 and we're talking. Yeah. But again, I'm not an expert. Uh, but I think I think that the lines, the, the districts are drawn such that you have to drop below 38 to win. Yeah, I, I just Never. don't know. The staunch Trump voters haven't changed at all. Right. And they're not going to. I just think people were out. I, I imagine there are people that were middle of the ground and they're like, F it. Let's see what happens with this guy. I know people that yeah. said, I want to reset with government and let's see what this guy can do. And he's certainly <laughs> he, he certainly is a crazy reset. But um, yeah, those reluctant, those people that just, you know, let's see and feel what happens. They can't be happy with that vote. Right. They can, they've got to think. You know, am I am I better off today than I was a couple of weeks ago? The reluctant voter that I'm talking about. Yeah. And, and uh, you know, 120 days ago, I, I'm not con- entirely convinced that they're over the moon about their decision. Yeah, they just, you know, it's 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 only better than Hillary. But now Hillary's out of the picture, right? Hillary's out of the picture. Right. So now, now that Hillary's out of the picture, how are they feeling? No clue, man. Do they think he should be removed from office? Do they think, like, does anyone think this is a stable man at this point? I, I mean, his, obviously his supporters do, right? Do they? No, I mean, dude, they might hate Democrats, but do they think he's stable? Would they, because, trust, him with, would they trust him with their kid? You know, Would they, they trust him with their daughter? If, yeah. they, if they had an infant, would they leave him in the room alone? With the, I mean, I, I definitely do that with Obama, 
for for sure with uh, George W. Bush. Yeah, Man, he'd be fine. Yep. Senior, I don't know. Jimmy Carter. Definitely not Dick Cheney. No, Dick Cheney will eat your kid's heart while that kid's alive. Definitely not Dick Cheney. No way. No chance in hell. I would w, w, w would just I, w I would would do just with play video dog. games. I, I wouldn't let my dog with Dick, your dog with Dick Cheney. Reagan, sure. Yeah. Not not Trump. No, not Trump and not Nick. He'd part out he'd part out that baby and sell those limbs so quick you wouldn't even know what happened. He pro- that's probably how he got rich. Selling baby there was some Something came out yesterday about how the Trump organization took money that was de- destined for kids with cancer and kept profits or something. I don't know if that's real or not. It was in the New York Times. Hmm. Do you believe that? Must be true uh, if it was in the New York Times. Yeah. I mean, he's a supervillain at this point. He's just a I, – I don't know. I don't know how this is going to end. I sure hope something happens. I think that it will, but again – I mean, Max, he's got eight years, right? At most, he's got eight years. That's right. Yeah, now. I mean, I could easily see him winning another election. All right. Who are the Democrats going to put I, I'm up? I'm so exhausted. With, like, there's so much Trump I can do. Can we can we move on to some sportsy stuff? Yeah, let's pivot to sports. Let's, let's do a pivot. Th- this is called a hard pivot, right? Yeah, it's a, yeah, nice. Hard transition, hard pivot. Let's do it. NHL. You've been watching the playoffs? Uh, I've watched a bit of it. I've bet on the, the Predators every game, $25, so I'm even. They lost the first two and they won the next two. I thought they'd win it all. What are your thoughts? On the Preds? Yeah. Um... First game was a complete blowout, right? Let's let's no, no, get no. the game. They were up 3-0, and yeah. then the Preds tied it, and then the Penguins scored two more goals. There you go. Yeah. I mean, it, it was it was it was going that way until what was it midway through the second, and then the second game. Yeah. I didn't see the second game. I second it, game I, I was one to one at the end of the first period, then the Penguins came out and in five minutes scored three goals. What are you gonna do? Third yeah. game. And then the third game, Penguins scored first, and then the Nashville scored four or five goals. And the fourth game, Nashville scored, then Penguins scored, and then Nashville still scored like four more goals. Yeah. So the home team has won every single game, and every single game has been won by two goals or more. I saw that last game. really enjoyed seeing uh, drunk Sir Charles on the mic. Charles Barkley Wait. commentating on the, uh, on the hockey game. Did he? Yeah, it was pretty funny. That's funny. I didn't know that. Yeah, he, he was... He was pretty gregarious. Gary Bet- was he drunk? I think he was, man. That's hilarious. I didn't no know that. No clue what he so was he... talking about. He was he was just, you know. Oh, of course not. He, he knows basketball. He doesn't know hockey. But he, he loved the NHL. He must have gotten paid a little bit of money to do that. Sure, and then he went and betted on something. But, yeah, of course. So who, who's going to win? I hope the Predators. Okay. Uh, for the longest time, I thought they were called the Child Predators because it was like a little cute little logo of like a Jaguar, but it's not the Child Predators, just so you know, that's a whole different thing. That's a really disturbing name. Yeah, it's just the Predators. So for the longest time, it's just the Predators. Uh, shit, I'll take the Preds. All I'll right. take the Predators. I'll take the Penguins, and I'll bet you a brewski. All right, I'll bet you a brew, bro. Uh, Champions League. Oh, man, we were all over this oh, for boy. the last two months, right? Yeah, our fans demanded it. I thought Juventus – I mean, Juventus got it's, – it's still pretty impressive. Juventus got all the way there, and they, they had one, one of the sweetest goals I've ever seen. And they were tied at the half, and I thought they were going to win. And Real Madrid just came out and busted them in the chops, dude. They just fucking fisted them. They murdered them, man. Oh, man. Four to three – four to one. Then Juve, Juventus got a red card towards the end. I think Real scored another goal. But, yeah, Ronaldo had a – what? A hat trick? Two goals? Three goals? Dude – Hats off to Real, man. They outplayed him. I've never seen anyone break Juventus' defense like that. I've never seen anyone score four goals on Juventus. 
hats off to Real Madrid, bro. Hats off. Hats off. My hat is off. Yeah, I hope your hat's off, dude. Um, your favorite sport, the NBA. Have you been watching the finals? I have not, but I predicted a sweep uh, before the finals started. I didn't think the Warriors would lose any games. They're just the best team ever. This is, but I haven't. This, I, I've watched all, all two of these games, and it's been an absolute domination. And I don't see yeah. it going any other way. What about the Cavs going home? I mean, isn't this the isn't Game Three the game the Cavs could win? There's a there's one there's one Kyrie Kyrie or you know LeBron game that they could possibly win. But I they are so much better. Like Golden State took the same team as last year and added an MVP. How do you? It's not the. I mean, they're not even the same stratosphere. These two teams are like totally nope. different. The team they're playing this year is totally yeah. different than the team last year. Yep, it is. It is. I mean, dude, Durant is a top five NBA player. And a lot of people I know are mad at the Warriors. But, dude, they drafted They drafted Steph. They drafted Clay. They signed their own players. They had some money left over. What's the big deal? Those are the rules of sports. Yeah. Like, every team does it. Like, I like the Cowboys and Rangers. I hope they go and sign awesome players. I don't know why people are mad that, like, I mean, Cleveland signed LeBron, right? I mean, they, they also drafted Draymond Green, who's like yeah. defensive player of the year. Yeah. Uh, JaVel McGee, they turned into something. Yeah, they got him off the scrap heap. And he's he's decent. He can play defense and get rebounds. He's decent. And the Shaq yeah. hates him. Um, but yeah. Kevin, Durant, Shaq. Kevin Durant, like whoever he replaced in the starting lineup, I think it's the kid. Harrison Barnes. Yeah, Harrison Barnes. The efficiency Maverick. gained – that they gained at that position is just insane. Yeah. And now instead of Harrison Barnes guarding LeBron, you've got Kevin Durant, who just he just needs to cancel out LeBron. That's all he has to do is score the same amount of points, and they're going to win. And he can every do that game. easily. Yeah, he can easily score thirty points anytime he wants. He's not a, he's not the defender or passer LeBron is, but he he can he's a better scorer and a better shooter. Yeah. So he can at least cancel out LeBron's points. So then you've got Kyrie Irving and Kevin Love against. Draymond and Clay Thompson and Curry. And Curry is the reigning MVP of the NBA, right? Yeah. So it's just, I mean, there's never been anything like this. There's never been a team that could shoot like this. It's just, it's, it's, it's amazing. And I mean, again, I, I don't watch it, but. Yeah, I, I'm seeing multiple series where Deron Williams, you know, was he MVP at one point? No, but he was one of the top three point guards when he was on the Jazz with like, Boozer and stuff. Like 10 years ago, he was one of the top three players. And, and yeah. he's guarding Kevin Durant. That, that should not happen. Like the, the champion, you don't win a championship having an MVP get guarded by like you know one of the fattest, slowest players on the court. It's true. And uh, like they may as well have you out there. May may as well have me. You know, I'll be the fattest, slowest player. And, and you're uh, in incredible shape. I and you're fast as fuck, dude. You don't get nicknamed the Persian Pony if you're slow. No, you don't. I I looked that up. You don't. You don't. But. Uh, and yeah, I think Cleveland will win one of these at home, and I, I it might be the next one, but I, I think Golden State just has too much, man. J.R. Smith isn't doing anything. Tristan Thompson isn't doing anything. Cal Corver isn't saving the season. Imam Shepard yeah. is a nobody. They don't have anybody that's going to step up and, you know, take out two of the best five players in the league. They just don't have anybody. Yeah, there's nothing there. Like LeBron, who – is probably the best basketball player ever. Is that okay to say or no? He, I think it's okay to say because he's played with less than than Jordan. Yeah, he's 
I don't know why this debate even goes on. It's stupid. Who cares? Like, it's it's not even something that's worth. It's not worth anything. Like, sure. Okay. Jordan was six for six. Won all those scoring titles. Defensive Player of the Years. I, I don't know. I think they're equivalent. All right, that's fair. That's fair. I'm not going to lose any. Like a... I'm not going to lose any sleep over that debate. That's one of those. No, no, you're... That's one of those silly ESPN debates. They're, they're going to stream that up. You know, at the end of this thing. Oh, Michael Jordan's better after they lose. Yeah, that's true. You even are right about that. Even though this guy has nobody. He's had absolutely nobody. No MVPs or nobody close to the MVP. Although Kyrie Irving's pretty good. But that's one he player. Is, that's one player. He's in a one, player. yeah. And that's not, yeah. So, I mean, this is impossible to solve discussion. It is ESPN dumb discussion. You're right. Sorry. So, we'll table that. We'll ta- No, it's okay. I'm sorry, you know what? dude. I ESPN'd you. No, no, it's okay. I hate ESPN, so I, I fuck them. Uh... Though if they decide to sponsor us one day, we will gladly accept it. Yeah, we will unfuck them, and we'll we'll accept that. I'll unfuck them. We need sponsors, dude. We yeah, really we, need sponsors, man. How many sponsors are we up to now? I think seventeen. Seventeen. I think something. And we Somewhat. haven't even we haven't even our sponsors are so tight. We haven't even said a single sponsor ad on our uh, podcast. No, we also want to keep our material and content. Free of ad- advertisements because our fans, I think, appreciate that shit. I'm wearing a jersey that's got all the advertisements on it. You're like a soccer player. Totally, man. I'm like nice. Juve. Juventus, yeah. Except you're a winner, bro. Those of us in the know, I'm like Juve. <laughs> that's three. That's three people. Unfortunately, Juve lost to Real Madrid. Uh, so, do you have any other updates or any other no, news man. for our fans? This was a real long and strong episode. We went fifty minutes. Uh, wow. I anticipate another episode tomorrow. I'm Whoa! Gonna, did you hear that, fans? I'm just gonna throw that out there. So we're gonna do a special episode tomorrow. I told you we're gonna make up with our audience. We're gonna we make up. We're gonna lot, make dude. this right. We owe them four episodes, and we owe them interest on those four episodes. So I, I'm going to go crazy and say we might just give them five episodes over the next five days. Wow. Maybe we'll talk about the Rangers tomorrow in Houston. Oh, God. The Rangers are so bad. They are. I think everyone knew before the season that was going to happen. Can we actually so make I it thought. interesting for our fans and talk about, like, the Nats and talk about the Yankees and the Orioles and – Sure, we'll talk about all the teams you want to. Not a problem. Okay, fair enough. Hey, great show. Uh, And I guess I'll talk to you tomorrow. All right, buddy. Take care. Peace, bye.